Welcome back, everyone. This is Eric Ellison with the Digital Education Podcast. We've been doing a series called Get Ready as we think about the fall, as we think about what will be, uh, I suppose, some sort of return turn to normalcy, but not normal itself. And so today, uh, my conversations with a really good friend of mine, somebody I have a ton of fun with, Jennifer Thompson, who is the superintendent of Ontario Christian School. So, Jen, what are you thinking about as you prep for next fall? Um, Eric, I don't know. First of all, thanks so much for having me on the podcast. I hope there's a snippet of something I may share that might inspire somebody. Um, I don't think I'm any different than most other heads of school in that we're looking at things like pedagogy and budget and staffing and all those kind of things. What does it look like for health and safety? And, you know, but so I've been trying to think of something. Okay, so what's what have we really missed? What have we sort of grieved in this time? And how do we get back to that in a really intentional way? You know, so I think um, I'm such a control freak that this is not an easy task for me and, and probably not for other heads of school too. But I think um, I've always thought that some of the most important things about leadership is the, the ability to listen and the willingness to learn. And I think one of the things that every school has had to do is listen to the teachers, listen to the parents, be willing to learn. Um, I believe that, you know, um, we have all, we all have a new language and it's the language of innovation. I don't think we spoke that language before, but we now, um, all of us have this new language about how do we do great education? How do we really live out our mission and not just talk about our mission? You know, how are we going to be really clear? How are we going to regather people um, to, into community and to, um, grieve the loss and then celebrate being together in, like you said, probably not exactly the most normal way, but under circumstances where we can do that. Um, you know, and I think that that's really important. I was, I was talking to a friend the other day and we were talking about what are some good books that you've read and um, a couple books that I read probably the first one or two weeks that, that we were off on quarantine where I finished reading Brene Brown's book, Dare to Lead, which is like perfect timing, like perfect timing. Um, and then I reread Ruth Haley Barton's book, um, Sacred Rhythms, and really talking about the rhythm of our life. And I think when we look at school next year, I think we have to look at a different rhythm, maybe a different pace. Um, maybe uh, it's, it's, um, it's definitely is going deeper into our lessons, really assessing as educators, you know, what is the most important stuff? What, it's not really fluff, but what are some things that we can really dig into and leave some space to build community around really great educational and intellectual conversations with our students? I, I think you know, I, it's not the soft skills, but it's, it's something I think we really have to think about and do really intentionally um, and, and kind of push our teachers in that way. So, so in this question, right, you know, as, as you've, you, you know, I think people are naturally grieving, right? You know, what they've, or they're starting to, to recognize what they've lost and they're starting to recognize those certain things. Um, but, but there's really, I mean, you talk about rhythms, right? And so much of school is, I, I, I Sometimes I wonder if we've just gotten into if we had just gotten ourselves into redundancies, right? Where where those rhythms weren't thought about or weren't considered. Is there a place where this disruption 
has allowed you to say, you know what, here is just a normal tendency of school that we do that, that we just need to either reconsider, rethink, or just disrupt the rhythm of that because there's better things on the other side. Oh, for sure. And I think, I think you know, we, we've all gotten posed the questions from parents, like, why is the school day so long? You know, I can do this in half the time, a third of the time, you know, and really think about how do we maximize our time, like passing time, schedules, flexibility, different types of collaboration. I think one of the greatest things that's come out of this is the fact that we're all collaborating. Students are collaborating, educators are collaborating, you know, school leaders, you know, across the the states, countries, the world, you know, we're all really looking at education in a different way. And it's, you know, we're, we're, it's not a competition. I love the fact that I'm in touch with local Christian schools that are within five miles of me and we're working together. That's a great thing. And I think that is really a picture of how Christian education ought to be and how it maybe really hasn't been. You know, I think we also have to think about, you know, just as far as pacing and that kind of thing, but where are some you know, appropriately collaborative spaces on campus. Do we have them? Do we need to create some more? Um, you know, how do we how do we share expertise? Um, you know, and and how do we how do we promote leadership amongst our students and our teachers as well? You know, I mean, I think we, when we get back in the fall, I think it's really we're not here to play catch up. You know. I'm assuming we're walking back on campus in one one fashion or another. You know, so how do we um, get back and say, okay, it's not a mad dash to make up for maybe anything that we lost, you know, but how do we find a, an appropriate rhythm that feels comfortable, that leaves the things that we celebrated from this time as far as being together as families, you know, how do, how do we make up for those kind of things too? And I think the other, the other thing too, it's been really interesting in having conversations with um, parents about, well, this is just like homeschooling, you know, and really determining and helping teachers truly realize, and parents maybe for the first time realize, the difference between teaching and learning. I think that's a critical conversation that we have to have, and that's that's a place that we can really um, allow our missions to shine and really kind of show those distinctives, that value proposition, if you will, of what we do that's so critical to the education of each child. Yeah, it's, it, it is so amazing. Like, I think that's one of the things that that's really hit home for me is I think how much school is the doing and like, you know, it is that teaching focus to you know, that that push. We're going to push this into you rather than the learning and the pulling out mm -hmm. and, and then watching kids do learning. I, I want to ask you one question because I've been wondering about this and you, you kind of hit on it in some different ways is that in these rhythms, in these collaborations and in these spaces, so much of the last 20 years, our, our schools have become, I, I think probably for safety and security reasons, in a different way, have become so much more kind of structured and locked down and even our facilities, right? Limited collaboration spaces, limited the freedom for kids to create their own learning rhythms or for teachers to have some of that freedom. Is there a way to kind of like pair safety and security, you know, in, in both the old way and as well as this new way and create the freedoms so that the rhythms can kind of be unique to smaller groups or to individuals? I certainly think there is space to do that. And 
I, I don't know if this is indictment or, uh, or whatever, but you know, I, I don't know that we have built a trust yet from teachers to students. And I, I, let's talk at just the high school level for right now. There has to be a level of trust and understanding of like, you know, I can do this out of the classroom and I, you know, we are trying to do that here in, in a couple different spaces. Um, but it's also, you know, trusting um, between the the teacher and the student, the parent trusting the teacher when it doesn't look normal, you know, <laughs> education looks different than what they're used to, you know, so there's, there's some trust building, I think that has to go in there to allow for those spaces, but I've seen it work beautifully, even honestly, even down to kindergarten, depending on the spaces that you make available and, and that the amount of time that you spend there. But I think, I think that's, that's gotta be a, a big part of it. And some of that is teachers losing, loosening control of their space and allowing students to be a little more creative and, but we have to give them permission and not have a picture in mind of what the finished product looks like necessarily. So there's a lot I think that has to go into getting to that place in a really free flowing way. I know when I first got here, um, you know, there are certain positions I think at a school that thrive and can flourish off campus. Um, not all the time, but you know, you're marketing people, you know, people in development, you know, there, there's different, you know, and that is very abnormal. And so when I came and gave some flexibility to some people here, you know, that was not perceived that well, but now we understand like there's, there's huge production that can happen yeah. from home. So that's very non-traditional when it comes to a school setting. So how do we say, okay, if adults can do it, what can the kids do? You know, there's, there's a whole thing of parents being home and watching them and, you know, but, you know, but I think, I think there's an ability to do that, but it, it's starting to, you know, build understanding and also build trust in the educational process, the learning process, I think. Jen, thanks so much for your thoughts and for your wisdom and for what you're learning in this too. For sure. I, you know, I mean, I, <laughs> none of us had all the answers. And I think maybe, maybe I had the fewest and, you know, I, it's, it's been really great. I, I appreciate what you're doing and connecting people and just the really great conversations that we're all ha um, having. So thanks a bunch.